Welcome to Try Not to Blink, a podcast about the ups and downs, ins and outs, news, tips, and tricks of those who live the optometry lifestyle. We'd like to thank the amazing people at Valley Contacts who've made this podcast possible. Makers of stellar gas permeable lenses and the oh-so-incredible custom stable scleral lens. In case you're wondering, I'm on the East Coast. My name is Dr. James DM. I'm joined by my talented co-host, rep in the West Coast, Dr. Roya Habibi. What is up, Roya? Life is coming closer to being normal. Just thinking... That 14 months ago, the Sea World came into our life. Oh my God. <laughs> it closed our life down. And here we are now. Yeah. I just was reading some stats about how many Americans are now vaccinated. Oh, yeah. There are, as of April 21st, my birthday. <laughs> Hey, there happy are, birthday. So we're like a month. We're a month out now. We were recording a little early here, but 140 million people or 42% of the population of the US has had at least one dose of their vaccine. That's good. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. In a matter of a couple months since it's only really been available since let's just say January 1. I know it's been kind of like end of December, but that's crazy for 4 months. Turnaround. I would say that's pretty awesome, no? Yeah. No, I think, you know, those who went and did it and fought for it. And, you know, I think, uh, yeah, it's, it is. It's impressive. It's a big, big undertaking. Have all of your staff and everyone in your like close circle been vaccinated? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the no is in reference to staff. Um, yeah, we have a few holdouts um, that probably just won't do it. And uh, you know, we it. we actually had a person test positive uh, about a month ago. Um, you know, one of those group, one of that group. Um, yeah, you know, I guess uh, you know. Unfortunately, there's still perceived controversy, and and um, you know, so it, it's. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you know, all you can do is, uh, you can't control other people. You know, that's what uh, I've always been told my whole life. And I tell other people all the time, you can't control other people. You can only control, you know, yourself and you try and do the best for others and, uh, do unto others as you'd be hope be done to you. And, and, uh, so anyway, there you go with your wise words, Jimmy, yeah, I think too, I think know, it's wise. So, and I think right. it's our, I think it's our role as healthcare providers to provide legitimate research and understanding about, I mean, I get for someone to be nervous. I get for people to be scared of something, especially that they don't really understand. And so even friends of mine that now, now that everyone 18 and over in every state can have accessibility to getting the vaccine, I want the people that I'm friends with perhaps that think, oh, this is an experimental vaccine. I want them to understand why, as a healthcare provider, I didn't just do it because I'm in healthcare. I did it because I believe that mm. it's a good thing to do both for myself, caring for myself, my family, those that I'm interacting with and my patients. So I think that's our job. I think it's our job to help everyone understand why it's important, including absolutely. our staff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a tough one. It is. And, uh, 
good news, right? Things are moving in the right direction and, you know, hopefully things continue to do that. Right? Totally. Yeah, very much so. You are back in the office. You were out for a little while. Uh, how does it feel to be back? It feels it okay. Tough? It, it's it was good? A, you're you know right? What? I went on a two-week vacation. Yeah. I just got back. Good for you. I went to Costa Rica. Love so bye. I Did you know that in Costa Rica, there are 14 eye care providers in the entire country, Check. all living basically in one state? Ophthalmologists. Ophthalmologist. There's yeah, opti- yeah. actually there are optometrists. Right. I found out found so on Odie's on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> it says that there's no therapeutic privileges, but also sure. you don't need a prescription to get any medication down there. So right. So yeah. I don't really think that matters. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's mostly surgical, but I guess. Basically, I'm ready to move there and just set up a practice and live yeah. at the beach. It's and- <laughs> pretty amazing, huh? Were you doing yeah. eco tourism? Were you like looking at all the like it's all very- the tourism? Yeah. It's beautiful. It and is. actually, it was kind of cute. I was in one of the cities right on the beach. It's called Santa Teresa. It's, imagine like a Tulum, but maybe 20 years ago. Okay. So really cool town, surfer surfer vibe, a lot of art, a lot of good food and shopping. But this girl I was talking to, she's from there. She said, oh, I have um surfer eye. And they told me I needed mm. surgery on my eye. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Cotterygium. Cotterygium. Yeah. yeah. La Una. I was like, does it Do hurt? It she's like, no, no, she just just said it's culture for us. No, she just knew okay. that. But anyways, yeah, that's it's just yeah, uh, that's it's crazy. Or she drives for uh, five hours basically to San Jose to do this treatment that they scheduled out two years in advance. Surgical removal, like for removal. What she doesn't, I couldn't even see it looking at her face. Yeah, wow. Is it, then they speak. Is this, these are some silly questions. They speak Spanish there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of English spoken there just because yeah. ecotourism is such a so big, big, yeah. And it's um, their main cash crop really. Yeah. They don't and have what another. about, um, food? What is it? Costa Rican food or is it, um, like Spanish? Is it more like rice and beans type or is it more like, uh, like almost like Mexican food? What there's more, I would, I mean, obviously Mexican food is very available there, but the Costa Rican, Costa Rican dish dishes or common dishes, lots of seafood. Mm. Um, there are definitely is some rice and bean dishes, lots of plantain Plantains, things, yeah. mm-hmm. lots of cool. hot sauces that were delicious. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm so I've got jealous. a whole new hot sauce realm to add to my favorites. Cool, cool. I'm very <laughs> yeah. jealous. Yeah, I definitely want to get there someday. It's highly recommended. Cool. And it was very safe. Traveling was really easy. You, so. It was very safe. You had your mask on when you needed to. You stayed I six did feet. Have my See, this I is I, I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get back on my you know um, COVID rant. My one little rant, right? Like you don't need to tell people that you wear a seatbelt when you drive in the car, <laughs> right? You we assume you as an adult yeah. are gonna make, but right? Anytime we go somewhere, we're like I guilty, know. right? But but people were safe. Hey, I was talking about the country was safe, but also COVID safe. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Anyways, we have a pretty fun topic. So ask for a topic and you shall receive. We always tell people we want content and, you know, we finally were able to deliver. So a few weeks back, um, Jimmy and I were chatting after our recording with Dr. Castellanos, who, if you guys remember, episode 144, recommend the best. So um, like I said, often we ask what you think we should talk about because we kind of get bored of our own ideas. 
And um, as you might remember, she's a private practice doctor. She had so many good ideas, but one that both Jimmy and I were kind of reeling on were this the idea of providing an alternate revenue source via something different than vision plans. So what I mean by that is she said that she had heard of people doing something like this and we were super hooked on the idea and she wanted to know had other people done this. So you guys are thinking like, this is kind of vague. What are you talking about? Cue Jordan, our guest. So Jordan is the founder and CEO of a company called Boom Cloud. And perfectly, he entered into my inbox like it was fate with a message relevant to this content heaven or whatever, coming from the content heavens. So he said, my team and I have been helping vision clinics around the country um, create and manage vision membership plans as an alternative way instead of insurance to attract uninsured patients. Here are some business benefits to starting a vision membership plan, creating recurring revenue, increasing patient loyalty cutting out nasty PPOs, (laughs) increasing average revenue per patient, increasing business valuation. And so the stars aligned. We were spoon-fed our perfect little content (laughs) and company that we were requested. And Jordan, welcome. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love how that, that aligned with what you guys it, are hearing. Honest to God, it was so perfect. I like it couldn't have I almost like deleted this sounds bad. Almost deleted your email, but I was spam. like, wait a second. Is he right? <laughs> it should have been in the spam box. This guy. I've, been, I've been in many be spam chill. boxes, I'm sure. It's so yeah, hard yeah. to not delete things sometimes. I really like to a clean... tell us about your Nigerian prince you wanted us to <laughs> you know, inherit billions of dollars for. But uh, no, seriously. He's a nice guy. I think this yeah. is an important question to ask each of you off topic, but I think it's important and a, and a like judge of character. First, I want Jimmy to hear his response. Jimmy, what is your email inbox unread number? Oh, yeah. Right at the second, it's 162. (laughs) Does that make you upset? Oh, I think I have like four and it hurts. What about you, Jordan? 1,200. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I got twelve hundred. Yeah. 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 And you, you, you kind of cycle through the important ones, right? It's I, like well, I have. Ah, that's bold. I, <laughs> I do. I do have somebody dedicated to managing my email, and she goes through. You're not it doing a good job. It, it's. It's. <laughs> well, it was worse yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. Uh, it gets pretty overwhelming. Uh, with inbox, I. I don't like email. I. I like. Face-to-face conversations, uh, phone calls, and uh, I don't even like text messages. I think we can do the same thing with with like text message. I got four. I got forty. Forty text messages. Ooh, look at that. That makes her. <laughs> how about voicemails? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Voicemails cap out. I I I, uh, I capture all the voicemails because I I all tend right, to like yeah. to call people back. But the passive communication for me. Um, I, I don't necessarily like it as much. Easy to pass um, on it, right? It's, it's very Four easy star. to pass on it. And I'm, I'm busy here day in and day out. And I, I tend to hyper-focus at the office. And then I look at the important text messages, the ones that aren't important. I just wait till the weekend. <laughs> I think the one yeah. mistake on text message is there needs to be like an unread, like it, I, oh, I read it and I read I have thought about I don't know that how to get that times. fixed because yeah. like when I read it, purposefully don't read something because you know you don't want to. You know, it I don't want to forget. <laughs> no, I don't want to forget to respond because yeah. you don't I, want that, them to know you read it. 
<laughs> that's why I have so many uh, email or uh, text messages unread or the red dots, you know, because I I know that if I read it and I don't respond to it immediately, I will forget all about it. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a big that problem. is a serious <laughs> issue with overcommitting. Yeah. But let's circle back. So, Jordan, mm-hmm. Boom Cloud, why mm-hmm. did you do this? So, yes, that is a wonderful question. I've been doing this. I've been doing Boom Cloud, you know, which is a platform for managing membership programs for the for the for the dental and vision industries. I started uh, Boom Cloud because, well, I grew up uh, in the dental world. My 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 mom is an office manager. Nice. And my dad owns a dental lab. So mm-hmm. I knew the industry inside and out growing up and. Um, my mom, while I was young, when, when I was young, I, I she worked from home, and she was the insurance coordinator, mm. and her home office was right next to my bedroom. So I heard every phone call she had with those insurance <laughs> companies, and I'm like, yeah. "Mom, your job sucks. What is going on in there?" Yeah. And, <laughs> and then uh, when I got older, I managed my dad's dental lab, and I I started learning about the the big problem of, of insurance of, of PPOs mm. and um, the, our doctors uh, clients would, and friends would, would vent to us about how horrible the PPOs were. And, and I agree with them. And I looked at it, I'm like, man, there's got, there's got to be a better way for these practitioners to operate their business. And uh, w- one day I stumbled upon a, a dental office that, had a a membership program and I was completely fascinated because I I'm a big book reader I love reading books and I, I read uh, the automatic customer by by John Warlow and the subtitle was how to how to create subscription revenue in any business so I was at the time trying to figure out how to create reoccurring revenue for for my dad's dental lab right where they make crowns and all that stuff and I just was fascinated with the, this idea that the, this practice was trying to create, you know, a membership program. So I asked them a question, I'm like, why are you doing this? They're like, well, we hate PPOs. And I'm like, I hate PPOs too, because it trickled down the, the business effects would trickle down to the dental lab, right? Uh, our cash flow cycles were jacked up from the PPOs because the dentists wouldn't get their claims paid on time. Right. Uh, their, their claims would be, I, I'm sure it's very similar in, in, in the uh, vision industry. Um, the, they would declare delay claims, deny claims. It was a hassle, right? So I was feeling the pain managing the dental lab that was similar to these, these dentists. And I'm like, man, we got to figure out a, a better way. And, um, that's when I found that practice doing a membership program. And I'm like, what are you guys doing to manage this? And this is maybe back in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And they pulled out a binder and I'm like, <laughs> a binder this is like the 21st century <laughs> right and at the time i i was studying uh web development i'm not a programmer uh by any means i i mainly studied programming because i wanted to be in the tech industry and i i wanted to build a, a tech company and be able to talk to technical people um but i i I was talking to the office manager at this practice. It was an eight location practice. And I'm like, okay, so you're managing it with a binder. What are some of the issues here? And she then gave us a good list of <laughs> issues, you know, pay- payments lapsing, forgetting who's on the, the plan, forgetting to renew all these issues. I'm like, man, this is actually kind of a big process and uh, it can be really tedious. It can almost be like managing insurance if you're not doing it correctly. Right. 
Um, so I said, you know, I bet you, I would love to create a, a, a membership platform to assist you guys with this, with this mission. And, uh, you know, I can, I bet you I can create something in the, in the few months. Obviously it was not a few months. It took forever. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. it took like a year or, or more. <laughs> At least. And they agreed. And I worked with them. I'm like, man, this, this, uh, this is going to change the dental industry. Right. So that's how I got started doing this. And it, it has changed the dental industry, right? This is pretty mainstream now in the, in the dental space and about la- uh, COVID-19, um, got us into the vision the, the you know optometry and helping uh, our practices that are starting membership programs because i think organically a lot of our dental offices that were having success knew some optometrists i don't know if it's a thing with doctors they just all meet up and talk uh, but um <laughs> maybe we should more i don't they, think we talk uh, actually maybe well, yeah maybe <laughs> it definitely sure. is good to do masterminds in my opinion but um <laughs> i we we then organically started seeing optometrists calling us and, and talking about very similar issues, Hmm. um, in, in the industry. Right. And almost, you know, it seemed like the issues were actually a little bit worse because you got the PPOs Mm -hmm. and I don't know, uh, much, we're still doing a lot of research with this, but uh, on the, on the dental side, half, half the United States is uninsured. I think, I think I read an article the other day. It's about the same in optometry where, where half of the United States doesn't have vision insurance, right? The other right. half has some type of vision plan, right? And creates a great opportunity uh, in regards to membership plans where you can attract and retain uninsured patients, even out of network patients uh, with a membership program. Um, but, w- you know, we, we started getting calls from optometrists saying, oh my gosh, I want this, I want this for my practice. And we're like, man, it, it's pretty, it's pretty similar. You got the PPO problem and then you've got the in addition to that, a lot of practices have uh, like the one eight hundred contact contacts. I know they're here in Utah. They're like in uh, your backyard. They're across they're, they're, the street. They're like they're, they're actually definitely they're ten Lehigh. minutes. Yeah, they're oh, definitely yeah. They got they're a couple locations. Ridge. Yeah, they're on Silicon and, Slope. Oh, you know yeah. <laughs> they totally are. And okay, um, I was fired up already. I oh, <laughs> I'll it. get you fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm like, man, this is really interesting because you got you got the PPOs that are destroying profit margins. That's how I talk about them. Uh, for the record, and I think you guys probably already know this, I hate PPOs. <laughs> uh, it's, thanks, mom. That's thanks, for yeah. my mom, I guess, right? right? Uh, but the I, I do not like PPOs. I think they're uh, a horrible business model, a horrible, in my opinion, I think PPOs. And from what we I've We work seen, for the man, as the, in the yeah. PPOs. Yeah. So so PPOs do do three things to businesses that have are involved with, with PPOs, right? They kill your cash flow. They, they hurt your profit margins and they jeopardize your patient experience. Mm-hmm. And I, I often say, if I had a business partner that did that, I'd fire his ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, or, or even a, an employee. Right. It, it just doesn't make sense to me to have somebody do that to, to my, to my business. Right. Like right? if you think about like mm. t- today, I, I don't know why I, I need a segment for a tangent for a second. I had a patient call and say, my insurance isn't going to cover X medication. Can you call them and talk to them about this? <laughs> yeah, and I was just time. thinking like, Every why day. in the world would I call <laughs> your insurance company? There's no one to call. I'm going to get bounced around. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. I already seeing like way <laughs> yeah. more patients today than I needed to, let alone. Meanwhile, the there's call. like a, 
like a, a piece of metal stuck in the person's eye. They're like, <laughs> right, right. Like, Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah, not. Call the insurance. Yeah. Like, Absolutely you know not. This is your insurance. Your problem, your not mine. No. I want to yeah, be helpful, that's, but that's not that's not gonna work. Do you know do you know how long we, we spend uh, on the phone just to verify if you're even eligible? I don't know if that's a thing. Oh yeah, uh, it's a, yes, a, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well so, it's mostly it's mostly automated now, you know, it's mostly online. Sure. That kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah, and it's probably probably uh, they slowed down their online systems on purpose. Probably. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, I, that's how I feel about PPOs. And the, then you got the one eight hundred contacts, the the you know the the big corporations that uh, can definitely take some of the. They have a great marketing maybe, team. They do, you know, and I, I'm I'm a big marketer. I believe in marketing. Marketing can help if you if if you know what you're doing, um, but obviously. Uh, there, there's some retention problems that that we're seeing talking to optometrists and and, and their office managers, you know that that can that are you're kind of battling in the industry, you know, with with the PPOs and the the big companies that offering uh, lenses. By the way, I bought these lenses from my optometrist, just so you guys know. Uh, okay, we can continue. <laughs> you can trust me. Were, I was, I was the, the dub P <clears throat> number. And yeah, I was that's gonna what I was like, waiting for. Okay, real talk <laughs> though. I need to clarify. Yeah. So we're getting, I'm getting this concept. We hate insurance. Obviously yeah. all of us can agree. Like we mm -hmm. hire people simply to do insurance. That's yeah. crazy, right? It's very crazy. But is this insurance or what is this really? So yeah. So let me give you guys a rundown, like a membership uh, plan 101. So membership programs are built uh, as an alternative to dental insurance. They are not insurance um, to where the patient pays a monthly or yearly fee subscription okay. fee to get benefits and savings to an optometry practice. Okay. Right. Uh, it is a way to cut out insurance. Uh, we're seeing that that's a big thing right now in, on the dental side of things there, the strategy is cutting out insurance or firing all together. Yes. So a, you don't take medical, thing. you don't take vision, you take or whatever dental, you don't take any insurance. You it's, just say, Hey, you, you have a, a X, let's just say, I'm just going to make up numbers. You're going to pay $10 a month. Mm -hmm. I'm making up a number. Yep, $10 a month. And you can come <clears throat> see me anytime. Like, is that, how's that covering costs though? Um, or how does yeah, that work? So, so kind of, but let me, I, I can go into the details okay, of sorry, what a, sorry. what a so plan so looks like. She's yeah, like, no, he's he's like shut up. Let me no. tell you. <laughs> no, no, this is good. <clears throat> um, the, think of, I'll give you guys some mindset and your listeners, the mindset that they need to have. Um, we all, I'm guessing you guys have Amazon prime. Of course. I just okay. discovered the video part. I, I never knew. <laughs> You're still learning the benefits and it's been a, a decade. I'm teasing. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. The, Hashtag so <laughs> <laughs> when, when you, um, when you subscribe to Amazon prime, did you, uh, realize that you started spending more with Amazon? Did you get a package on the porch every day or every week? Okay. So I, with well, the same thing, like, I, I think I just, before, before I jumped on this, this podcast, I, my ring, you know, we got the, or the, yeah, the ring doorbell. My, my daughter was picking up two packages from Amazon, right? You saw the stickers. And was she like three? <clears throat> She's seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's seven. She yeah. probably ordered it off my phone and she's like, ah, oh, my big toy's here, right? Uh, uh. <laughs> um, the, uh, so the, my point is, uh, member, there is a member, there's membership psychology or membership mindset is what I call it. When people become members, they spend more. Amazon did a case study and they found that when uh, their customers became a prime member, they spent two times more than non 
prime members. Hmm. Uh, we've done the same thing on the dental side. Um, and we see that membership patients spend two and a half to th uh, three times more than non-members, right? And obviously we're still growing on the, the vision side since we just got into it last year, but uh, it, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing the same trends. Uh, so I want to stop you there real quick because yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. And so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you questions like I would, as I would, you know, if you were a potential, you know, I have a private sure. practice, I, you know, these are the questions I would um, ask. So do you think that's because it really makes a difference or is it because you're getting a group of folks that are more inclined to buy more, you know, they bought into something, you know, like those are folks that are more, they have more expendable income. And I, I don't know. That's just what I think. I'd say, you know, does I think that member or does it not matter? You're getting it and that's what it is. I think oh, that's a great question, by the way. Um, and I, I do know that when a, a member, when a patient becomes a member, um, you know, they commit more with their wallet is typically what I say. So we, we, we are finding that most practices, you know, I don't, I don't think they have to be, you know, millionaires to end up spending more money with you. There, it definitely is the average type consumer that signs up for membership programs and ends up utilizing services. Now, you know, my, well, my, my Probably. Yeah, think Costco. I mean, Amazon Prime is is Costco, Amazon Prime, uh, Netflix, uh, all, all these subscription type companies have a price point where anyone could afford it, right? And anyone can benefit. So that's that, I would recommend that be the mindset. Now there are you know practices that do you know a higher caliber membership program for you know higher end type patients. Uh, you know, it but it it'll vary. You know. I do think that these, and, and we're seeing this right now, both in, in vision and dental, that um, it is for the average consumer and they, they will spend more, especially if, if they feel like they're getting a discount. I, I'm, so I, I know PPOs are, you know, they, they do drastic discounts. Um, I'm, not, I'm not for drastic discounts, but I do believe a discount it can be a wonderful marketing strategy when it's set up correctly. Mm -hmm. so, and I think that's what gets people to say yes to, to, to treatment and, and whatever they need, right? In, in the How practice. does this work to, I mean, I think about the correlations <clears throat> between or the similarities between vision and dental. I know mm -hmm. you have more experience with vision or dental, but yeah. Vision, we have, you know, kind of two realms. We have your routine vision, which we think about glasses and contacts, and then we have our medical side. How does that kind of play into those? I think about routine dental care, and then I sure. think about medical dental care where you're doing treatments and whatnot. It's, it's all kind of yeah. under the same model. Well, and, yeah. And I think that, in, in, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like we think about medical care. I would think about medical dental care as being even filling a cavity or root canals and all those things, but they're not covered by medical insurance, generally it, speaking. You no, know, so it's a no. little different, right? Yeah, it's a little different there with, with uh, you, you know, on the dental side, I mean, they, you can submit claims to, you know, medical insurance, but I know there's, you know, segments of practices that do it, but it's, it's actually kind of, challenging for them on the, yeah. at least on the dental side. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, on, on your guys' side, do you guys submit a lot of medical claims? Yeah. Like 80, give me an example of a procedure that might may, may go under that. Um, just seeing a patient for dry eye, just seeing a patient for okay. diabetes, just seeing mm -hmm. a patient for um, really anything other than nearsightedness, farsightedness, 
fitting of contact lenses or, you know, your routine eye exam just to see how you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody comes in and says, you know, I have diabetes and I need to get my retina looked at, you know, make sure I don't have diabetic retinopathy. That's medical. Somebody comes in and says, um, you know, I have a piece of metal in my eye or somebody comes in, they have a red eye and an infection, something like that. Mm -hmm. Not that you couldn't do a membership because certainly there are the same. I mean, I'm sure there's primary care doctors that are listening to you and thinking about the membership model just because insurances are a pain in the ass. You know, PPOs are a pain in the ass. HMOs are a pain in the ass. HMOs even worse. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it's not just PPOs are actually, in my opinion, better, you know, in in a lot of ways, you know, than than a lot of the SHIT that we deal with, Um, you know, but but that's just, you know, for your own knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate that. Uh, Let me give you, you guys, let me read off some plans and let, Unless I can share my screen. I don't know if I can share my screen. If not, uh, no worries. I can read it off sc- so the listeners can hear too. Yeah, 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 we'll do that and they can send some screenshots if you post it on, on Perfect. the blog. Perfect. Definitely. We do. Um, all right. So I got a couple examples here that I can share from you. The first one, we got a like a vision and glasses plan, right? So for an adult, the uh, you can do you can do yearly or monthly subscriptions, right? So for adults, this particular practice is charging per year per patient, right? And that price can vary depending on the location and your cost of doing business, right? In this particular area, I don't know where they're from right off the bat, but um, $210 a year per patient. What, what, What is included when they sign up for a membership program is a complete vision exam, uh, and I might, I, hopefully I, I don't butch some of these words. You guys can correct me though. <laughs> I won't be you offended. Will. Keep going. <laughs> so I hear OptoMap digital eye screening. Uh, looks like they're offering no air puff. I'm guessing that's the thing that they <laughs> puff in your eye. Fancy. Yeah, you eye pressure it. test. Ooh, yeah. Boy. Eye pressure test is probably more uh, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're, they are using consumer language. I would imagine yes, yes. on this yeah, page. Yeah, I'm looking we at. love it. So, yes, great for marketing. Uh, complimentary evaluation for a headache and eye strain relieving lenses valued mm. at $75. Neuro lens. Mm, yes. Cool. Maybe. Okay. Uh, includes prescription recheck six months after initial vision exam for children. Mm. Uh, 20%. Uh, look, looks like they have a 20% and a 30% uh, discounts on 20% off of, let's see, first complete pair of glasses. 30% off additional pairs of glasses, private member savings on customizable frames, and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, entered, uh, let's see, entered into exclusive membership events and contests. Sounds mm-hmm. like this practice, uh, <laughs> this particular practice does exclusive events. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, yeah, exclusions, they make it fun, right? Exclusions and limitations may apply. Oh, on the events, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, they, you know, definitely. They do not call this insurance, right? They have a disclaimer saying it's not insurance. Um, you know, so that's that's for this practice. I'm just reading off quickly, glancing. So the at exam, it, um, OptoMap, um, uh-huh. the evaluation for headache glasses, if you will, and uh-huh. um, no puff uh, tonometry. Was there anything as it relates to frames or lenses or uh, contact so, lenses? Or so yeah, I don't. Let's see. This is just a glasses plan. It looks like okay. glasses and vision. Yeah, vision and glasses plan. Okay. Right. So twenty percent off of first complete pair of glasses. Thirty percent off additional pairs of glasses. I mean, I, when I went, I got two or three pairs of glasses because I like to you know change. I guess tomorrow though, I'm I'm getting LASIK tomorrow. Are you so really? I won't. Congrats. Yeah. Hoops. Hoops. <laughs> laser yep, vision. Yep. At hoops. Yep. Doctor Hoops <laughs> is doing my procedure. Get um, out. That yeah. Is hilarious. So I, I, actually, <laughs> I had my consultation 
and they're like, somebody canceled. Do you want to, I had my consultation, I think on Monday. They're like, somebody canceled. Do you want to, you want to come in uh, an hour? Come, yeah. Come in an hour. Come in <laughs> Thursday. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. You <laughs> know? Great. So when Roya, you know, messaged me, like, can you do it a day before? I'm like, yeah, that might be good. I don't know. More ideal. I'd rather not be patched up <laughs> yeah, looking through yeah. my, I mean, I think it would be appropriate though. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. So that's cool. that's one of their plans. Let me read off another plan here, and this this is a newer practice that just uh, started. And you you don't um, know where that one was, huh? Uh, Location wise, no. But you know, I might be able to look it up real quick. New Jersey. Hmm. Uh, well, give me a sec. Let's see. Yeah, New Jersey is the one I'm about to read. Um, okay. Washington. That was in Washington. It's that in was Roy's in Washington. Backyard. Okay. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this next one here, they call it the eye wellness plan plus con- and the title is eye wellness plan plus contact contact lens benefit. And it's, this is a monthly subscription. Okay. You can do either or um, I recommend offering both. Um, this one it, for, for an adult, it's $25 per month per patient. Okay. And what uh, the patient receives is uh, one comprehensive eye exam, one contact, Contact. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. Contact lens uh, exam with custom fitting, one dropless dilation screening, optos. Did I say that right? Yep. Uh, $150 glassic benefit. So it looks like they're doing instead of a percentage, they're just doing a dollar amount off. Perfect. 30% off additional pairs of glasses. Hmm. Um, and there looks like the, this is interesting because uh, in dental, they don't do events. Uh, it looks like this is a thing. Uh, entered into exclusive members event, so oh. I'd ha- let me, I can find out what that what they're meaning by that because uh, this is actually new to me. <laughs> uh, one this custom- is your company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just making sure. Yeah, People I don't. Uh, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. with you. I have a whole team that sets up these plans. Uh, I don't. <laughs> so that's kind of smart because that's 300 bucks a year. And yep. basically giving you what a VSP exam gives you. VSP yes. probably pays, I don't know, what, Jimmy, $60 for an exam? 150, yeah. 150 bucks yep. for your frame benefit? Yeah, mm-hmm. but they don't. They say it's 150 bucks to the patient. You take 150 bucks off the value of the frame, but then you have to discount. You'll actually only get 50 bucks, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, the patient thinks it's $150 value, but they it's, really only give you 50. It's marketing speak. Yeah, it's yeah. marketing yeah. speak. So then it looks like it, we, it continues custom contact lens evaluation, $50 uh, off contact lenses, free shipping on contact lens orders, uh, emergency yeah. spare contact lenses. I Great would do idea. that. Uh, contact lens rebates and discounts. So that's a, a brief uh, estimate. I actually really like this one. This one's pretty straightforward. It's it's. Uh, I love it. So and, what? Yeah. Um. So the next thing I want to know is, are people actually making money on this? <laughs> you know, I mean, do you yeah. do you monitor that? I mean, do you happen to know how many you know members membership plans are getting in certain markets or you know? Absolutely. I I monitor this every day uh, on a high level, uh, and then. Uh, we have a whole customer success team is what we call them. And, and uh, our platform provides the, the optometry optometry, uh, practice owner. We'll say that that's easier practice owner, um, a dashboard that tracks all the recurring revenue, the metrics, the active patients, um, you know, that to help track everything, right. Track the, all the way from Ben, what benefits the patient's receiving to the, the amount of, you know, gross recurring revenue 
that is being generated off of these membership programs. So uh, I'm going to I'll talk about a few case studies that we're seeing um, both on the dental and the vision side. Uh, it typically takes about I would say three months to grow one of these programs to a, he a healthy uh, size, in my opinion. Um, and and by that it's a hundred plus of mm -hmm. active patients, right? So on the dental side. I'll start with that because obviously that we've been a lot more mature in that industry and, um, you know, vision is with us at least is, is about a year old and, and it growing and trying to figure out things, um, <clears throat> on the, on the practice side, we have practices that have 2000 plus active membership patients, uh, mm -hmm. in their, in the program. What that means on a revenue standpoint is they have roughly around sixty to seventy thousand dollars in monthly recurring revenue, whether whether they do dentistry or not, right? Um, which is super super powerful. Uh, one one of my favorite things to talk about in regards to membership programs is the recurring revenue aspect. I'm a business owner, so I'm going to focus on what mo most business owners like and enjoy, and give them the peace of mind and give them the ability to sleep better at night. <laughs> mm, totally. uh, and that's, re and that's recurring revenue, uh, especially, you know, during COVID-19, a lot of practices were shut down and it, it got complicated to run your business uh, during that year. We saw practices that had a membership program, uh, a healthy membership program, uh, not, not worry as much. Obviously we all worried. I mean, I was worried. It was a crazy time, but, uh, w when you've got 60, $70,000 a month coming in, whether you're doing, w whether you're practicing or not, it's a very powerful business model for you as a, as a practice owner. So that's what we see a lot on the dental side. Um, you know, it, it obviously depends on the size of the practice. We typically see that if a practice has, you know, Roughly around a, a thousand active patients, and this is dental side. They could do really well with the membership program, especially with the market being, you know, around fifty percent uninsured. And if they go out of network, it opens up the market even more uh, because they can retain patients with a membership program when they go out of network. So that's what we see on the dental side, vision side. We're seeing the same same trends. It's just earlier uh, or younger, I should say. Uh, we, we have practices that have, you know, a few hundred, 300, 400 um, active members paying, you know, around the $25, $30 a month mark. So you can do the math on that. If they're $25 a month, that was the last plan that I read to you uh, at roughly around 300 active patients. So this particular practice uh, has over $7,000 in monthly recurring revenue coming in and growing, right? Since I think these guys are maybe six months into it. Uh, from what we're seeing here. So, and the, and the, you know, the a thousand active membership patient mark typically is reached in about a year if we're doing the right things in the practice. And I can talk about that if you guys don't have any questions after, after this. I do have questions. <laughs> yeah. So you, you look like it. I have questions. How do you, so you're, you're How? coming for your membership. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have a lot of, well, How? Questions, but... <laughs> Go. How do you, as a, so a patient comes in, mm -hmm. especially, let's just say routine care. They come in, they're coming in for their oral exam. Maybe they have a little problem. Their vision seems like it's changing. This is all under their membership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Billing's the same. There's no issues. Like, is there any like logistical or legal issues that you have to worry about? I mean, probably you still Great question. chart the same. You still do your same standard of care. 
But yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in regards to like payment and things like that, our our platform, the, the Boom Club platform, manages all the recurring revenue. All the it's a subscription right platform. So we we manage all that on behalf of the, the practice and the, the practice. You know, when they register, they connect their their bank account, and all the funds go directly to the practice, right? So that's how that would work, right? Typically a patient will come in, they may need treatment, may need glasses or an up, updated glasses like I just did here. Now I'm getting ready. Now I'm getting rid of them. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, uh, <clears throat> um, usually when a patient needs treatment, you know, they, they, you talk about the membership program and it's easy as either signing them up online because our, our technology does integrate into a, a practice's website or you can have an ipad and and it's a simple enrollment form so very simple to sign up a patient and then how you track the benefits is is and 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 if that whatever that patient's receiving is is pretty simple the patient comes in they say hey i'm a member and um or some practices choose to print out cards you can get you can get uh, membership cards uh a, a printer that prints those out and uh, hand over that that membership card to the patient. They show that card. You simply would go uh, log into the Boom Cloud platform and type that patient's name in and basically verify if they're active or not uh, on the platform. If they're inactive, uh, obviously it means that they're 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 not an active membership patient. If they maybe have a declined uh, card, you can update it there, but. Uh, then you can see what benefits they have received uh, on the platform. We we display all that. So I mean, it's really simple. It can be done just under a few minutes to verify a, a patient. You're not going to be calling uh, an insurance company and waiting on on the phone for 30 minutes like they do in dentistry. Um, or maybe maybe some practices do that in optometry. Still, I don't know, uh, <laughs> but it's a hassle. Right. Um, so so that's so that's it's a very simple process to sign up a patient an online enrollment form um, with, with obviously payment capture, we, we capture payments and things like that. And then very simple to verify whether that patient's active, inactive, decline card. Um, even if, so even all if of that's managed through the app, there's nothing to do. Yep. And then what about the cost for the doctor? Uh, of our app for the service? Yeah. So we have uh, multiple options all the way from startups to, you know, multi-locations. So the, the cost would be, we have anything from like a, a, a service fee model, which is basically a per success model. If, if you're successful with it, then you pay us uh, all the way up to a flat subscription model um, to, to manage the membership program. Right. So and we have got different packages as well. We have, you know, what we call boom cloud basic, which is what it sounds like a basic way to start a membership program. Um, without the bells and whistles of, of getting help to grow it. We have boom cloud premium that helps you. We have some better automation with that. That makes it easier for your staff to manage a membership program. Uh, a good example of that would be uh, we have a connection with visa mastercard American express. If the card is outdated or maybe there was fraud on the patient's card. Uh, we have a, a communication with that, with the card networks to automatically update on our platform. And then we have Boom Cloud Pro, which is a subscription, um, you know, plus some plus some expansion fees, right? As as we grow the program, but we we have a team uh, of of people that will help do mass text message campaigns, 
and call campaigns to get your existing uninsured patients on on the on the membership program. Uh, we're actually doing this a lot with our with with our uh, optometry practices that are signing up now because we're seeing that they well they love that extra help, right? So um, packages and pricing vary on on really the options that they choose. Um, when they sign up with us, but uh, th- I would say that's the biggest thing we, we're seeing both on the dental side and the and the optometry side is is it's hard to find employees that can grow a membership program. Or I don't know if this is true on the on the optometry side, but we're seeing lots of of team members leave dentistry. I don't know if because they're afraid of of COVID, you know, you're, you're you've got an open mouth in front of you. That's kind of uh, I guess scary for some people. Sure, um, really? You know, I, I don't know if it's the same trends uh, on the optometry side, but we're you're seeing we're seeing lots of uh, kind of attrition with employees. So you know, the, when we offer Boom Club Pro for for a dentist, they're thrilled because they're like, we lost we lost the office manager, we lost so and so, and we could use the additional help, right? So, package and pricing wise, we we definitely have two uh, three different options, um, and I I would recommend you know scheduling a a demo to see what it's all about. Cause obviously this is audio. I'm a visual person. I like to see what something looks like, how it works and, and you know, what, how it can benefit me uh, from a visual standpoint. So that's what I recommend people do is, is uh, get educated on, on a consultation and demo from, from our team. Love it. I'm going to meet uh yeah. techie Kaloe. Yeah. Techie, techie Kaloe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to meet him tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him I said hi. Yes, he he uh, he manages our sales team and all of our online on online schedulings. Uh, you'll like Techie. He's an awesome person. He's helped quite a bit of optometry practices recently. So yeah. he uh, he'll help you out, <laughs> especially if you say you came from you know the, you're the host of the podcast. You say that you sent me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We've got a we've got a lot of. Uh, uh, dental podcast hosts that use our, our technology. So we, okay. we have, are a lot there of lots of dental podcasts out there? <laughs> oh, there's tons. I think there's about a, a hundred plus. Now. Oh my goodness. Really? Yeah. We, I started, we, I have a co-host too on my podcast. And in fact, uh, he helps negotiate PPO fees for dentists. And I, <laughs> I was talking the other day, I'm like, why aren't you in optometry? <laughs> you can do the same thing, right? It's a transferable skill set and a transferable uh Very need, much so. I think. <laughs> sure. yeah uh so we, uh, you know our podcast is it's the website is say no to ppos.com <laughs> and it's nav- navigating dental insurance podcast so maybe a little bit boring for the optometry side probably but I'm a sure, lot of similarities i'm sure, I'm sure yeah. there's lots of similarities but uh, i was i was talking to him the other day and uh i said man you should really uh, check out optometry because that's a that's a wonderful you service. Check out these suckers there. <laughs> yeah, check out these suckers. But we, we, Just when we when we started our when we started our podcast, there was about five or six other podcasters, and I'm just amazed at how that uh, has grown. That method has grown like crazy. You know, yeah. in, in particular in, in dentistry. So, what are they talking about? What kind of things are they talking about? Like in dentistry and cavities and oh i don't talk i mean <laughs> i could talk about that stuff but it's i mostly know business related stuff is all, all of the yeah i mean there's some clinical podcasts the majority of them are, are business uh, yeah. and i'm sure you guys see this in optometry dentists go to school and they learn teeth 
They don't yeah. learn business, right? Yeah. So you see lots of business podcasts, which I, I think is super cool. Because uh, you, you know, you, you have the, the the previous generation of you know optometrists and and dentists that really just did that. They learned dentistry or eyes, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, didn't have any really good resources, you know, prior to like podcasting and really the the maturity of of the internet. Um, and I think it's a really cool resource for, for a lot of people out there that want to open up a practice and, and haven't learned, you know, the business aspect of, of, of running a practice. I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I think it's going to change both industries for the, for the positive. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about, um, private equity and its influence on dentistry. Uh, it's a big thing in, um, you know, uh, optometry and ophthalmology yeah. right now. And I know it was big in dentistry before it was big in eye care. So I, I just don't know if you have any opinion. I have very, that. I have very strong opinions and I'm happy to share them. Uh, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. Cause you're kind of like in the future, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so come so, back, come tell us what the future is like. I, I will tell you my perspective, uh, as a business owner in the tech industry where, private equity and VC is, is strong, right? I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I think uh, there's definitely benefits. Um, I, so I, I come from a background of bootstrapping businesses. Um, I bootstrap my dad's dental lab. I, we've bootstrapped boom cloud. And what that means for some people that are thinking that word is, that word is weird is, is self-funded. Um, I'm, or customer funded is actually my favorite word. We're, we're customer funded. And I think customer funded definitely has its place. Um, just like private equity does. But I think, um, when you're, when you're customer funded and when you're focused on, on, um, building a business based off of revenue from customers, you've got one sole, uh, basically boss, right. And that is the customer. Mm. And I, I think that uh, from, from my perspective, now that's from the, the, tech industry standpoint, right? I, I obviously haven't run a practice. I ran a dental lab and their private equity is getting into that industry as well. My, my dad's and my younger brother still run the lab and talk to me about all the emails and phone calls they're getting for private equity, <laughs> which I mean, I, yeah. I, I've seen a huge increase in my inbox. Maybe that's where the 1200 inbox, the 1200 <laughs> yeah. emails are for private equity and VC. <laughs> um, from my perspective, I, I like customer funded companies because they tend to focus on on the customer first, uh, you know, if you, if you think about it, um, I, I have, I have one boss and it's the customer. Um, and if I focus on helping my employees take care of my customers, so, my, so this is how I think about running my business. My employees are first for me as a CEO. If I take care of my, my employees and train them, educate them, motivate them, um, make them feel proud and, and happy to come to work every day. They're going to take care of my customers. And when my customers are taken care of, they're happy. They refer. Um, we grow organically, you know, as well as doing things like this. Um, <clears throat> um, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of customer funding. Now there, there's definitely some places, you know, for private equity, but you got to know what you're getting into from, from my perspective. Um, and again, most of it's from the, the tech in, uh, background, right? Um, not running a private practice or, or any practice. Um, I do think the looking at on the dental side, since I know that like the back of my hand, um, 
the dental side definitely be, there, there's a shift when private equity enters you know uh, towards the patient uh it could kind of feel like herding cattle uh, in my opinion uh which i think is not too good but at the same time if you do get the right partners you can create a, a wonderful business with private equity um and and a, a business that can help patients you know, but you just got to know, you have that balance, you know, of business and, and, and patience. That, that's kind of how I think about it. Um, I know I don't have to report to anyone other than my customers and it feels good. It's, it's, it's really creates freedom. I'm also a, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, uh, an entrepreneur that, uh, why do they make those words so hard? Uh, an entrepreneur <laughs> that, uh, that enjoys being captain of my own ship. And, and really if, if you enjoy being captain of your own, sh- own ship, f- figure out how to build a business, a, a practice, you know, with customer funding. If, if you don't, you're going to have a boss, uh, you know, in, in private equity. And, and that just doesn't work for me personally. Right. And, and that's kind of how I think um, I'm sure one day, you know, it may be a good fit with private equity for what we're doing. But right now I, I you know, my mindset is, customer fund bootstrap focus on customer focus on customer focus on customer so that's that's how i think about it hopefully that gave you guys some good insights i love it no i love customer funded i never heard that before and i love it yeah. um that's a great way to look at it and think about it and yeah I th- we I, sh- I think i should make a shirt now that says customer funded. <laughs> I, I already have a shirt get this i have a shirt that just simply says recurring revenue <laughs> yeah, I love it. So yeah, it's it's fun. Recurring I like revenue, it. So yeah. <laughs> got recurring revenue? Question yeah. mark. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, got got. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. And that's a good ship one. it over to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, very good. Well, I'd love to know. Um, you're wearing some glasses. You said you did not get them online. I I feel like I should believe you. And uh, <laughs> I'm just um, do you happen to know if you're nearsighted or farsighted or? Yeah, you wear contact yeah. lenses. I do. So this is unusual for me to be wearing glasses. So I, I wore, uh, uh, I've worn glasses and contacts since. What's I was your power? 11. Yeah. Do you know uh, what the number power, is? Ooh, uh, I'd have to look at my contacts. Uh, I'm gonna guess a minus three just by looking at you. Yeah, I mine. think I think nice. I think that is pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I've worn glasses since I was 11, and uh, contacts. Are you scared about LASIK? I'm I'm a little nervous, uh, excited, but a little nervous. And I think, uh, I think, so I, I get really queasy, right? Uh, <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why I left the clinical side of dentistry is because you know, sometimes these practices would send an impression tray and then it would be all bloody. And I'm like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> yeah. Plus, this is totally an OSHA violation. But um, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> um, I watched the video when I was sitting there at, at Hoops Vision. I'm, is that is that a pretty well-known oh yeah uh, big facility time. yeah okay. nationally internationally yeah, yeah yeah cool so i was sitting in their office uh great from my opinion great experience uh, patient experience uh they gave me a video to watch a 15 minute video which was really cool i got some good great education which i'm i love patient education uh from from the dental side and and so i'm like i'm again, watching the patient experience, because we have a, a process here that we're big at, we call it the customer experience. So we, we want to give our customers a great experience. We've documented it. We, we have a process for it. Our team <laughs> knows how to, you know, make people happy. Uh, at least we're, we're at least trying to, trying to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Right. Um, 
but I was watching the video and they're like, you know, showing you how to have, how they're going into the eye. And I'm like, I think I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I, I'm just not built for that, but um, I, I am, I'm excited. A the news is a, you're laying down the it, whole time. If you pass out, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I like, right. I was talking to my team today. I'm like, some medicine too, to kind of yeah. take the cool. Yeah. Off. I was actually talking to my team today. I'm like, what if I, what if I throw up? Uh, <laughs> I love the, what's go, what's going to, what's yeah. <laughs> what if I throw up? Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm like, man, what if I throw up? What, what if I vomit? What if, uh, Dr. Hoops is going to be working on you. Right. I'm like, I'm going to ask him. I'm like, so have you had anyone like throw up? Cause like, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a little nervous and I get a little, I get a little queasy when it, when it comes to this type of thing. Right. So I'm going to, uh, hopefully I can come back and report and, pass out. and yeah, I'm going to be that guy pass out or <laughs> maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'll be, no, it's a good thing. You, you lay down, they yeah. pry your eyes open. You can pass yeah. out and barf and your eyes are still stuck open. Yeah. It's tracking your eyes and it's doing the treatment. You're fine. Yeah. So that's, that's my fear right now. Cause I'm like, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know what to expect. I told, on, I told on, my patient today who's, who's queuing up to get LASIK done. I told her, uh-huh. honestly, it's kind of, like a weird dream you're awake really? for okay. it but yeah. like you kind of don't even realize what happened it's such a weird experience yeah they count down <laughs> the treatment and then you're done yeah Piece that's what i keep hearing a lot of our employees here at boom cloud are, are you know have got lasik and they're like oh it's awesome it's it's great and everything and i'm like okay i guess i, I guess <laughs> i'll i'll just move forward with it and we'll sign me up it. for thursday let's do it well jordan <clears throat> this was super fun i know our listeners are gonna have questions Oh, but absolutely. I'm going to link some different things that you mentioned in our show notes. What do people do if they want to get in contact? Just go online or what's the best yeah, way so, to get in touch? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Online is, is the best. I would, I would recommend going to boomcloudapps.com forward slash vision. We do have a specific page there. Um, I even have, they can watch a, a automated demo there or schedule a live demo, which I recommend a live demo, especially how young this is in, in the industry, you can get uh, questions answered a lot quicker. Uh, we do have a, a course I've done that's recorded. I don't know if you want me to email that to me. Yeah, that'd be perfect. After. I don't remember all the fancy links. It's probably like boomcloudapps.com. No. Yeah, send it to me. Course for optometry membership. Perfect. Uh, that's not it, but I'll. Perfect. <laughs> I will send the, the direct link. Yeah, we'll you, put it You can watch notes. a course. Um, I am developing a book right now, uh, a, a quick book about membership programs for the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the optometry industry Very that cool. will kind of map out the whole process uh, that will be on the website. I mean, there, there's the dental ebook too, that sure. I mean, let's be honest, you just take out the, the uh, dental dentistry, put, put it in optometry, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of similarities because this is a, a bu- business concept and most likely business concepts are transferable. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. Very, so, very yep. cool. We love providing our listeners with unique ways to provide better care to the patients and provide more accessibility and, you know, make your job easier. So I really appreciate you sharing with all of us and um, look forward to hearing more in the future. All right. Rock on. Well, that's it. Before we go, reach out to us for feedback, questions, stories, things you want us to talk about either through email or on our Instagram or Facebook. We never depart without saying thanks to Valley Contacts for their support, both for the amazing lenses they make and the great people they are to work with. And be sure and tune in and listen to our next episode. But until then, try not to blink. Blink.